when Fridays roll around, I try to notice and make stand still three things that made me happy or grateful in the past week, and then say them out loud. Not big things, not things that will end the filibuster, not things that make me believe it's all blue sky out there, just things that resonate. Number one, back alley ice in spring. I do not know for the life of me why the ice in the back lanes in spring continues to fascinate me. I'm 57 freaking years old. But there I was, hustling to get outside on Tuesday morning while it was still below zero, because the ice would still be spring ice. Typical ice, December and January ice, or ice in my rum and coke, is hard and rock-like and doesn't give up much when interrogated with anything less than an ice pick. For most of the winter, ice ignores any attempt from a toe boot or a toe heel to crack it. But in March, even before the tulips show up at Zocalo or the geese fly back in on the red eye, the ice slowly surrenders. It gets brittle, it splinters, it pops. Give it a heel and you can punch open a hole from which a little gusher of brown water spurts up. It freezes in those artistic patterns of white and gray. It captivates kids walking to school. That Tuesday morning, I contemplated a lovely pothole of ice down our back lane that had a kind of river pattern running through it. I didn't break it. I took an ice pick instead. But on my way home, pedaling by Parkview School, I noticed a boy by himself walking along the fence, eyes on the ground. As we passed, I could see he was studying the spring ice. I looked back. His right leg was up. I waited for it, waited, and then... From now and five decades ago, that sound, as his boot came down, crunch, and the spring ice shattered under his foot. Maybe in the broken mirror, he got a glimpse of himself. Number two, single track. Flat Pete is the name of a single track trail through the trees near the Fort Edmonton Park footbridge. It's next to Flatter Pete, which is next to Logarithmic. Throughout the winter, throughout the pandemic, those trails for me and my bike have been a refuge, a painting, a video game, a cathedral, a, a trail home. When we were kids in the Northeast End, we'd pedal our bikes past the Transit Hotel, across Fort Road, along the wooden sidewalk in front of the Gainer's meatpacking plant, and then across the Yellowhead to get to Honda Hills also known as Wipeout Willie. It was a DIY BMX park in its time, basically, before safety was invented. We're going bike riding, I would say to my mom, where to, she'd ask, Wipeout Willie, I would say, oh, that's nice, be back by dark. Be back by dark. Our movements were governed by the sky. No wonder we felt free. These days, Wipeout Willie is a grassy berm with a nice asphalt path on the top, there's no plaque or historical marker for the ghosts of those kids from Delwood who pedaled a mile and a half just to get there, and who are still there. But pedaling flat peat this last week rendered those memories back into shape, just before I lost my front wheel on the ice and hit the trees and was very present again. And number three, pencils. I prefer pencils. I never quite got the whole ink and pen thing that started in grade two. Using a pen was like watching my blood flow down my arm through my finger and onto the page, except in blue. 
and with my handwriting, just as splotchy. I like the smell of a sharpened pencil tip. I like the wood of pencils and the way pencil and paper are from the same family tree. I like how the eraser is a constant reminder that I will get it wrong and that I can start over, but with a smudge of a reminder. And I like the word ferrule. These days, my go-to pencils are black wings. I use them down to the nubs and I put them away in a drawer when they have nothing left inside of them to give. Let me put a uh, closing thought down in print. I hope you all have a good weekend sketched out. See you next Friday.